Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take 5, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen. I am so glad to be back today because we have a very special episode in store. It is the two-year anniversary of the podcast. I cannot believe it has been two years. And I brought along a special friend who can take us behind the scenes of the podcast, Ruth Amundsen, who is the producer, and y'all, she is the one who makes the magic happen. It could not end up in your earbuds or on your computer speakers without Ruth. Um, And in fact, if you're on social media, you know that she is the one who makes that magic happen too. So Ruth, I am so glad you are here. I'm so glad to be here. It's so different being on this side of the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought it would be fun, Ruth, for us to kind of go through our last couple of years because you have some behind the scene things that I don't even remember, you know, so I'm hoping that you're just going to help us reflect back on these two years. I am. I have gotten to sift through and listen to some of the best moments over the last two years, even though every moment is the best moment. Um, And so I have a few of those pulled together for us to listen to. Oh, I'm getting scared. (laughs) It'll be fun. Here we go. Episode 7, titled Holy Ground with Buzz Wilcoxon. So for me, paying attention to my kids is tough. Not just like noticing them and paying attention to the details and all the lists and all the things and all the supplies that go into, you know, daily stuff. That's that's one thing, and that's hard enough on its own. But sometimes it's very easy to get caught up into all those little details and to miss the need to be engaging as deeply as I can in who they are and the process of them becoming who they're becoming. One of the great gifts that I've gotten in the last couple years has come from my son. He's six years old now. Uh, He was four uh, a couple years ago at the time when he decided he was going to implement rules for tucking him in at bedtime. The first rule is no phones. Can't have your phone in in the room. Maybe you can get by sneaking in your pocket, but he's getting pretty good at sniffing that out even. So no phones. Uh, You can't be distracted. If a text comes or an email comes or a phone call comes, uh, you don't even know it. The other rule is, right, uh, no phones. And rule number two, no shoes. When you're tucking them in, you're not allowed to have shoes on. And I got to be honest, when he explained these rules, uh, I thought, that just sounds weird. Where's this coming from? 
this is this is about nothing other than a little kid wanting to exert his his uh, uh, identity and a little bit of independence and make his parents do something. He's got to follow our rules. So here's this weird rule: take your shoes off when you're tucking me in. But at night he fell asleep and he had his head on the pillow, and I looked down at my toes dangling off the side of the bed. Uh, all of a sudden, out of the blue, was reminded of another time that someone else was told to take their shoes off for a particular reason. In the pages of Scripture, when Moses, for the first time, encounters God in the burning bush, the voice he hears tells him to take your shoes off because you're standing on holy ground. Holy ground. It's a reminder that what's going on here is special, is not ordinary, it's not routine. This is something holy. And so those two little weird rules, no phones, no shoes, have become for me an extremely great gift to my daily pattern. It's a reminder for me of the holy task that we're called to as parents. It's difficult work. It's something we all fail at time and time again. But I hope for you that in the days ahead, you have a few opportunities in whatever your own way may be to take your shoes off, to put your phone away, Pay attention because this parenting stuff is holy ground. Episode 45 titled Self-Care for Parents with Katie Walker. I don't know about you guys, but I was raised in very much a denomination in a church home where it was look outward, help others, give everything you have, serve others, do unto others, all of that. And what that whether they meant to or not, what meant to me is I should never look inward because inward was selfish and outward was the only way to look. However, this is not the way the message should be conveyed. It is important to both look inward and outward. And so the way we can do that is as we serve others, that's appropriate. We can do that, but we also can take time to focus inward. I always love to use the airplane analogy. If you've ever flown an airplane, you know that you get on and the stewardess gets up and usually her little if the cabin pressure were to drop, oxygen mask would fall down. And I remember hearing that when I was younger and them saying, first secure it to yourself and then help others. And I remember thinking to myself, how selfish is that? If I had an older person next to me or a child sitting next to me, I would want to help them. And that was my mindset for a really long time. That is the selfless thing to do. That's what I should do is serve others until I realized I had two options in that situation. My first option was I could secure it to one of the people sitting next to me and hope that I had enough time to secure it to myself later. Or I could secure it to myself, take care of myself, and then I could help the whole plane. So in actuality, self-care gives us the ability to be more selfless later on. So I highly encourage parents to start turning inward, to start figuring out intentional ways to unplug. So I want you to, to encourage all the parents out there to change your mindset, to realize that you are actually helping your children more by taking care of you. Episode 21 titled Rupture and Repair with Cami Ball Tran. And I think it's important that parents and, and we as humans remember that when our little ones, when our children experiencing a big emotion, we are in the water and we're drowning. 
Mm. And the only thing that we're thinking is help me. And so we, in that moment, as parents, as adults, we have to stay safe and calm and regulated so that we can pull our little people back on the boat with us Mm. and hold that safety. And in doing that, we connect with them in a way that's biological, in a way that they absolutely need because they need us to sit with them. They need us to to show them that, hey, these big feelings, it's safe to feel these big, scary things. I will feel them with you. And that is the root of connection. Having that moment where somebody sits with you and says, I know that hurts. Mm. I know that hurts. And it's not so much as the rupture. So where you and your child jumped off the boat together or where you lost your temper or you were short or you accidentally said something that you didn't mean, or you didn't tune into your child in the moment, that rupture is never quite as important as the repair that happens afterwards. Mm. So what does the repair look like? So the repair is that moment of reconnection with your child, that moment of saying, I'm so sorry. You know, I was trying to cook dinner, and then my phone was ringing, and your brother needed me, and, and I used my angry voice with you. And I didn't mean to do that. Mm. Whenever you need me, I want you to know that I'm here. Sometimes, though, mom is a person too. And that's not something for you to internalize. We are sending messages to them all the time, even if we're not aware of it. So why don't we just put words to it? Why don't we just say, mom had a crummy day. Or you know what? Dad was really busy today. And I'm sorry that I didn't take the time to connect with you. How can we do that tomorrow? Episode 40, titled A Special Thank You, from some of our very, very favorite guests. I welcome you to enjoy some words of wisdom from kiddos from around the country. Hi, my name is Anish. I would like to thank those people who are risking their lives right now because they can't work from home just like my dad. Thank you, Dad. Hi, my name is Layla. Even in the hard times, God's always there with you. Amen. Hi, my name is Olivia. Always remember to let your smile change the world. Don't let the world change your smile. Keep smiling. Hi, my name is Trey, and sorry we kids are being turds. Hi, my name is Katie. I want to say thank you to you, Mommy, because for all the family time we have and all the times I get to play with my sisters and for the books that you give me. Thank you. Hi, my name is Puzzly, and I'm thankful for all our parents who make candy. Hi, my name is Case, and I'm thankful for all the people who are working hard to stop coronavirus. I am thankful for the parents who are working hard to protect their children during this hard time, and I'm thankful that this actually kind of happened so that we can hang out more with our family. Keep moving forward. You can do it. Hi, my name is William. Sorry that us kids are being way crazy. My name is Margaret. Thank you, Mommy, for hugs and making yummy dinner, lunch, and breakfast. 
Thank you, Daddy, for silly jokes and tickling me a lot. Thank you for making me laugh. Hi, my name is Madeline, and I just wanted to say to all you parents, thanks for getting us through this. Thanks for making staying at home fun and trying to keep us on schedule. We really appreciate you and love you. Um, hello, my name my name is Dayton, and during this time, I just want you to be calm and trust in God. And if you trust in Him, everything will be okay. Now, I love you, and God bless you. Episode 26, titled Sabbath and Family with Cam Thomas. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that, when we think about faith and we think about God's law or God's covenant, one of the very first things we think about is the Ten Commandments. And if you look at the structure of the Ten Commandments, and I think that dads and moms and all of us would understand this thing. If we look at the Ten Commandments, the linchpin for the whole thing is keeping the Sabbath. Hmm. The beginning of the Ten Commandments deal with our relationship with God. The second part of the Ten Commandments deal with our relationship in community, with neighbor, with family, with friends. The thing that holds that together is keeping the Sabbath. Hmm. We cannot reconnect with God if we don't keep the Sabbath. If we don't keep the Sabbath, we're exhausted and we're no good and we're not gentle and we're impatient and we're burned out with our family, with our friends, with our neighbors, with our coworkers, with our children. Um, you know, the thing about Sabbath is it's a gift from God and God's great love for us. But we don't love ourselves enough to give it to ourselves. And we don't, we don't love ourselves enough to accept it as a gift of Sabbath. Episode 33, titled Honoring with Reverend Eugenia Gamble. Honoring your father and mother. Yeah, you know, that one, one of the things that has surprised me is that of all of the words, this is the one that seems to raise the most pain in people. But the one that has just caused so much emotional response in people is this particular word. I think I put a story in my blog about a young woman that I met at a retreat in, I think it was in North Carolina. She came up to me after my presentation and she was just shaking. She was trembling and she didn't know what to do with this word. And, and she said some of the most poignant things. You know, she talked about how her own mom had just been such a critical voice, as in not important, but critical as in criticism voice uh, all her life, and that her mother's criticisms just kind of still ran through her like a, um, almost like a scroll on a newscast around the bottom of a newscast. And, and she, she cried and she said, you know, how do I honor her? without dishonoring me. And then she went on to say, old now and she's not going to change. Um, how do I honor her knowing that she's not going to change? And then she burst into tears and said, 
oh, what if my children feel that way about me? And it was, it was just this moment. And I, and I think that in this word, God is trying to address that very moment. And we've made it so narrow over the years. We've, we've taught this word like it was saying, well, you've just got to obey your parents and everything they do, that's what you've got to do. Well, that is ridiculous. That is child abuse. That, that is not sane. That is not what the God of love is saying to us. What I believe God is getting at here is that our lives will be the lives of promise for which we were created when we identify that which brings us to life and give that and those ones a place of precedence in our lives. But the heart issue is giving more time to what brings you to life than what depletes you. I've come to believe that the most profoundly honoring thing we can do is stop the cycle of that pain in our own lives. Mm. When we, for example, if we have a parent who is not there for us due to addiction of some sort, and, and we find that life is so difficult because we just don't have ourselves quite put together, you know, stitched up tight, that, that we want to turn to a substance ourselves that, you know, the most profound way we can honor the life that, that parents gave us is by not carrying their pain forward into our own, not carrying their pain forward and giving it to our own children, not passing it on in that way. Um, and sometimes that may mean uh, setting boundaries or saying goodbye to the physical presence of a parent in order to honor the life they gave us and not have that life diminished or um, you know, heart wounded by what they have not yet been healed from. Episode 43, titled Pandemic Laundry. So this podcast was intended to be short and easy to listen to on the go. Well, I'm guessing that your house is like mine. We aren't physically going really anywhere outside of our own property. So I've been thinking, what does a Parenting and Faith podcast look like in the midst of a pandemic? I know some listeners are mandated to stay at home. Some are essential workers and still going to back and forth to work, which, by the way, thank you. And some communities, I, I think, are less impacted than others. And quite frankly, I am tired of reading all the articles and the interviews and the videos and all the resources on parenting in a pandemic and I've been sitting with what this really means for, for us as parents. And I was thinking about the author and priest, Henry Nowlin, who wrote, There's always reason to hope, even when your eyes are filled with tears. So friends, join me 
and take a deep, deep breath. Sit with your emotions. Know that there is hope and we can see it as we love others and receive that love from one another. Recognize those emotions and do love. Episode 60 titled Balancing and Faith with DJ Pryor. I just wondered if you might share how you're teaching faith or modeling faith for Kingston and Jabari. I, I, teaching it is, is a constant. It's a, it's a, uh, <laughs> when I was growing up, my, my stepdad was, he was a drill sergeant. And I always make this joke about, you know, he was, he was in the army and saved. You're in trouble. When a sergeant, Jesus, that's bad. It's good, but it's bad. <laughs> so, uh, but my kids, my kids, you know, it's been different, especially since COVID, because, you know, before then we were going to church and then COVID happened and now you can't be in like physical church. So I think right now it's just demonstrating in how they see me do what they see me um, contribute to the world. And, 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 you know, to some people, the, the most Jesus they will ever see, they may never really step foot in a church, but the most Jesus they may ever see might be you. And so my kids, uh, uh, <laughs> I want to, I want to pass on to them, um, uh, you know, faith. I want to pass on them to them uh, what we believe and why we believe it. Um, but I always tell people, you, what I can't do to my kids, and none of us can, is pass on conviction. Right? We can pass on principles, but convictions is what they establish with God. And um, so. Um, so the way I model it is just in my everyday life, what I contribute, uh, I think it's enough of Christianity where we, where we pro- proclaim Christianity and we're just, we're Jesus, but we keep him to ourselves, uh, kind of thing. I think I just model it in what I give to the world. You know what I mean? He was mm. a giver. And if I claim to be like him, then I need to be a giver. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, I think that's my lifestyle is how I, how I'm modeling it. Um, do I always yeah. get it right? No. Uh, dad says some things. Dad does some things. Uh, <laughs> dad does and says things a lot. Uh, but when you <laughs> when you get it, I'm not perfect. Far from it. But I do recognize my flaws, and every day I get up to work on those. Like every day is an attempt to be a better version of myself. So uh, that's how I just want to model it. When they put me in the ground, I want my kids to say, "Okay, I saw my dad eating the flaws. He tried to do, and he made the decisions that he felt was right." Uh, and and um, represented who God was. Oh my gosh, that was so fun! I can't, I just can't even believe that some of those episodes have taken place. What like like when we first began this journey? It seems like yesterday in so many ways. Yes, I totally agree. It's crazy that it's been two whole years, and some of these episodes were two full years from right now that's like 700 something days of of talking to people and making episodes and it's crazy I also wanted to ask what your favorite parts of the pod if you have any like favorite memories or what this podcast has been to you for the past two years because you always host and make the episodes so what have been your favorite parts of it Mm. Um, I think it's a good question, Ruth. I, I think 
my favorite parts have been really engaging with the guest. Mm. Um, we've had so many fun people on that range in all of their experiences. Um, and I think that's one of my favorite parts is just talking with them and hearing their experiences. Um, and as a parent myself, it's great to learn from all these other people. Um, and to be able to share that uh, and translate that through a lens of faith and share that with our listeners uh, is really meaningful to me. It, it's, it's really been helpful on my own faith journey and um, my, our own parenting journey with, with our family. Um, and so it's fun to hear also, <laughs> it's fun to hear from listeners who um, have shared some of their holy stories um, with me as a result of some of these uh, podcasts. So, you know, the, it's good to know that there are listeners who, for whom this is meaningful um, and are finding it to be incredibly helpful for their family. Um, because when I set out to do a podcast with our amazing guest, it really is just a conversation in hopes to learn something um, and to be able to share a nugget. Um, and the children come home. So, and this is what it's like to, um, to record a podcast from my house with my <laughs> dogs and my children coming home from school. <laughs> Um, but what's great is our listeners are so flexible in that because we all are just trying to do it together, right? And it's so nice to know that we are all on this journey and it brings me good energy and great hope and enthusiasm for what it means to be a community, a community of faith even. That's so awesome. I love hearing this because I get to see all the technical background stuff. So getting to see what it means to you and to other people is super, super neat. So I also have a lot of the uh, funnier behind the scenes moments. I oh. have <laughs> a oh. list of bloopers from uh, multiple episodes that I think that people are really going to enjoy. Okay, so I think I should preface this by saying, hey, listeners, so what happens is I told you that Ruth does all the magic. Well, I just hit the magic record button and then I just go and Ruth hears all the things. <laughs> so I'm just prefacing it. Okay, go ahead, Ruth. I can't wait. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. Hmm. So that's something you can do with your kids. Um. <laughs> Um, Sorry about the barking dog. Hey, parenthood, you know? Hey, there's dogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we keep talking about we're going to do like a bloopers reel or something. You know, be funny. Maybe on your um, one year anniversary. Uh, I know. It's coming, really up. coming up. I know. And why do you think that is uh, related to your faith, Lila? Because I'm funny. Anne is partnering with us to do a couple, a series. You can cut that out, Ruth. Hi, my name is William. Sorry that everybody is being so crazy, including kids. Like everybody, everybody, everywhere. Let's go. Get to the next stair. <laughs>
So. Stop saying stairs! <laughs> hey y'all, welcome back. Ew, gosh, <laughs> I'm struggling. Okay, Ruth is gonna have the best time with this one. <laughs> You know, I have a face for radio. <laughs> My children are home. Um, Wait to I'm recording a podcast, so can y'all like try to? Um, miss, miss. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We're having a moment. Okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. That was so terrible. Can I do that again? Okay, so if Ruth still loves us. Uh, if Ruth, if Ruth is still talking one. to us after this. <laughs> Friends and family, have a great time with all your peoples and have a Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! Bye and many more. <laughs> those are so funny they bring back so many memories of these conversations <laughs> yeah you know like it, I, my face is so red it's a good thing this is a podcast <laughs> um yeah like I am not a professional and I just <laughs> bloop it up like every single time um and it, uh it makes my so, job but- more fun <laughs> I'm so glad, Ruth. You know, I'm so glad. You know, you are not getting paid enough to be the producer of this podcast. So I, uh, I am grateful that you were able to to edit out some of it, um, so that our listeners can actually have something meaningful on the other side, hopefully. But no, like uh, that's what I mean. Like talking with our our guest um, again, like it's just so fun, right? Like you, we just mess up and. We have a good time and isn't that what life is all about? I mean, isn't that yes. what we're trying to do in life and with our families and just be in the moment and live it? Um, and so, you know, I appreciate the flexibility from the guests of you know, recognizing that we're just figuring it out. Um, and uh, you know, and I feel the same way about parenting. I all I can do is try to figure it out I'm I'm just trying to be the best parent right now that I know how to be and trying to remember that there is no handbook and um you know we're I've never raised little humans before um Me so <laughs> so um God has entrusted us with this and um but the beauty is again to go back to the community the beauty is I don't have to do this alone and my husband and I don't have to do this alone we have each other and this podcast has reminded me and I hope reminded others that we do indeed have each other on this exciting journey um, of figuring being a parent out just figuring it out I love it no and it's been it is if I've learned anything on the other side of this, not being a parent and not having kids, it's that parents are just just a, a teaspoon too hard on themselves 
And while we get so much grace from the community behind this podcast, parents deserve equal amounts of grace themselves in this insane parenting journey. Indeed. And I, you know, I try to remind our listeners of this. It's like, like you are the best parent that you can be right now. And you know why? Because you're listening to this podcast. Yes. Like the fact that you care makes you a pretty darn good parent. Absolutely. So um, you're right. I think we are way too hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice having somebody like you or (laughs) other parents tell us that we're being too hard on ourselves that give us some grace. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on this episode and happy to your birthday. Oh, thanks. <laughs> celebrate with a cupcake with two candles. <laughs> and thank you for everything for helping to make these past two years awesome. And I look forward to seeing what God is going to continue to do with this fun podcast. Hey everyone, this is Ruth Amundsen. You just listened to an awesome special episode with myself and Jen for our two-year anniversary of Parents Take Five. We were so excited to get to show you kind of a look on the other side of the microphone and remind you of some of the amazing tidbits and moments that have been shared over the past two years of working on Parents Take Five. I am continuously impressed by the community that was created around Parents Take Five that Jen was the catalyst for. You guys continuously show up in this space to love on each other and to teach each other and to grow together, and I think it's so inspiring, and I am not the only one. So many of you uh, are also inspired and blessed by this podcast and you know that you are and you want Jen to know that you are. So this little bit that was tacked on to the end of this awesome special podcast episode is a surprise even to our host, Jen herself. This is uh, mine and your listeners two year anniversary present to you. We just wanted to let you know how much this podcast has impacted the people that listen to it. Thank you for your hard work, and thank you to the Parents Take Five community for continuing to show up every single day. I love Parents Take Five podcast because of the awesome guests that Jen gets. Some of my favorite guests have been the Reverend Ann Russ, both for the Lenten series and the Advent series. Um, Ann is a lot of fun to listen to, and they had great ideas for families. I also really enjoy Jen's candor when talking about her own family and their struggles, especially through the pandemic and how that relates to parenting. Um, Jen's always encouraging, always has a positive, uplifting word. I just wanted to thank you for your gift of hospitality. You make everyone feel so special and welcome on your blog, and you really give some space and time to introduce new thoughts and Um, little pieces of theology to integrate into our lives. So I really appreciate your podcast and I'm really hoping it continues to go well. And mostly I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Happy birthday. Listening to the podcast, there's been times where I've been moved to tears, where I've laughed out loud. My family thought I was crazy as I walk around cleaning the house with my headphones on, listening to my favorite podcast.
Hey, Jen. First of all, congratulations on two years of Parents Take Five. Uh, what a huge milestone. I am so proud of you. You've worked so hard, and it shows. This is an awesome podcast. I am not a parent, but I still listen to Parents Take Five. Um, I'm a nanny, and they these kiddos ask me big, hard questions, oftentimes questions that I also have. And, and I think it's really helpful for me to hear your insights and the insights of your awesome guests. Congratulations, Jen, on two years doing Parents Take Five. I encourage all my parents of youth and children to listen uh, to your podcast. And you're helping all of us educators and faith formation directors out there who can't possibly do all that you're doing. Um. Parents Take Five has just been a huge blessing to me um, with its family and faith tips and great guests and really insightful look at parenting during a pandemic and with faith. So I am very grateful and thankful for Parents Take Five. Hey, this is Ann Russ wishing you congrats on two years of Parents Take Five. I love this podcast so much. I learn something every time and it doesn't take a lot of my time. And I also know that I can forward this to other parents, um, especially people that I think in particular need to hear a certain episode and that they too can learn something really important in just a short amount of time. It's amazing what you manage to pack into just five minutes. So congrats on two years. I'm looking forward to many, many more. Congrats. I can't wait to keep listening. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.